Welcome to the Just Dogs with Sherry podcast. I'm Sherry and today I want to talk to you about trust because the last podcast covered fear behaviors, triggered fear behaviors in dogs and trust is a big part of that. Trust in us. So the definition of trust is reliance on the integrity, strength, ability and surety of a person or thing confidence now confidence is a huge thing because if our dogs have complete trust in us then they will have the confidence when you're out and about that you will be there you've got their back basically now the definition of confidence is trustworthiness or reliability of a person or thing so does your dog trust you are you reliable are you an honest and fair leader to your dog now i want to talk about some things that help to build your dog's trust in you so that you can help them through any issues that may arise in their day to day so the first thing that i'm going to mention is that we should never lie to our dogs and i know For some of you, it may seem silly. How do dogs know when we're lying? But if you lie to your dog, even little tiny white lies, which can be as simple as telling your dog that they're going to go for a walk and they actually don't, or they're going to get a cookie if they come and then they don't get a cookie. So then that makes you unreliable, which is so very important in our dog's eyes. I had an incident several years ago, maybe eight years ago now, where a pet sitter told me that she was telling one of my dogs, Luke, who is now gone, that he was going to go for a walk and she would put his leash on and then just walk him around the backyard. Well, when we leave and we have a pet sitter on our home, our dogs do not go for walks for their own safety. They're just at home and they get to play ball and retrieve and things like that. So when she told me this i realized that it would be very unsettling for him because a walk meant he was getting a leash on and going for an adventure so the fact that mom and dad were already away was you know unsettling for him so to be lied to like this was even more unsettling and when i explained it to my sitter she fully understood and she hadn't meant anything bad by it but i had to explain that it wasn't good to lie to him So we should never lie to our dogs, not even tiny lies, because we can't explain ourselves out of a lie to our dogs. The next thing is actions. Now, if your dog like Riggs doesn't appreciate strangers coming up trying to touch him, then you need to step in and make sure that you have your dogs back. You are not going to allow other people to take it upon themselves to do what they like. Now, I hear stories all the time about people whose dogs are not comfortable with strangers coming up and touching them and they will tell people that and the people keep saying it's okay dogs love me I'm fine even when the dog maybe starts to growl there the people still keep coming well that's our job then to step in and go no I'm going to protect my dog because leaving your dog out there to protect themselves does not build trust if you don't have your dog's back if you know that your dog hates a certain thing or is uncomfortable say when little kids come screaming up to them and want to throw themselves at your dog 
then keep them out of that situation. It's a dangerous situation when our dogs are left out on their own, just hanging there, having to either keep people away or protect themselves. It's just not a good feeling. And that's going to lower their confidence because they don't have that trust in you that you have their back at all times. And another way to build trust with our dogs is to actually teach them, give them an education. And the more they learn and can follow your lead, the better that trust build, that connection, that bond between us. Obedience also helps in that we don't have to physically manipulate our dogs when we need them to do something. If you're out and about and you need your dog to very quickly sit, or you need to get your dog to come to you. If the only thing you have is a collar grab and to physically move them around or stop them, then we are giving our dogs no guidance as far as how to act in public and basically in the human world that they live in. It is our job to be their leader, to give them guidance. And when we guide our dogs through their life they need to fully trust us so that means that we have not lied to them throughout their life with us so far and we have shown them through our actions that we will step up and protect them at all costs so they are never left hanging out there on their own so the question arises if you can ask yourself are you a fair honest and reliable leader for your dog so that means you don't lie to your dog. You, by action, show them that you will step up and take care of them. And you have given them an education so they can clearly understand what you are requesting of them. I see a lot of people out at parks and places where you walk dogs. And I hear people yelling for their dog to heal or sit or stay. And you can tell that the dog has absolutely no training whatsoever but is still expected to understand these verbal cues or commands that their owner is shouting at them some people just think that dogs come with these built-in sit stay calm heal um, but our dogs need an education they need to learn what these things mean and another error that a lot of people do as far as um, the trust issue, building trust and keeping that trust by not lying, giving our dogs an education, being a good leader, being fair and honest, is reliability. Now, uh, there's a lot of videos going around on Facebook and all different Instagram about people shaming their dog and asking their dog if what they did. And this could be hours and hours after the dog has destroyed, say, the couch or ripped up a pillow or toilet paper. And they decide to make a video and ask their dog if they've destroyed it and say that there is clear guilt, look at the way their dog is acting. And actually, the dog is just submitting, which... It breaks my heart when I see these videos and I know people think they're funny and they can't believe how guilty the dog is and it has nothing to do with guilt. It has everything to do with the way that the owner is speaking to the dog. You could walk up to your dog at any time and say, oh my gosh, Fido, what did you do? You are so bad. This is awful. And they're, you're going to get the same reaction. But when that happens and when we do that to our dogs, we lose trust. That trust is being broken because 
we become unreliable. And reliability is probably the number one and encompasses everything having to do with trust. So these shaming videos that people like to put on of their dogs is just, oh, I just hate them. And I wish I could explain what is going on to each and every one of them. And it's the same as if we come home. If we come home after a day of work and our dog has peed on the floor or we went out shopping and our dog took a big dump in the living room. A lot of people come home and they think my dog was being spiteful. They did this because they're mad at me. You know, they'll show me not to go out again, but that's not how dogs work. Dogs don't do spite. They just don't do it. And if every time you go out, your dog is eliminating in your house somewhere or ripping up a cushion or things, that is them trying to get rid of the anxiety that they have. So you may be dealing with a dog that's got anxiety, separation anxiety, and that's how they're relieving their anxiety is by either eliminating or destroying something. It has nothing to do with spite. So when we come home and it, the dog could have done something hours before we got home and we start yelling at them, we are very unreliable at that point and our dog stops trusting us. So with regards to discipline, it is so very important to have perfect timing and you should never carry a grudge. So once you have given perfectly timed feedback, which may be your dog is chewing your shoes and you walk in and you just say, hey, and you get their attention, they stop chewing their shoes and that's it, done. And so you are giving them the feedback that it is not appropriate to do that and then you redirect them to something else that they should be doing but you don't carry a grudge either you don't carry it on for an hour i can't believe you did that i can't believe you picked up my shoes i can't believe you ate them you wrecked my best shoes well first off if your dog is eating your shoes you should give yourself discipline because you shouldn't leave your shoes out for your dog to eat while you're not around <laughs> Um, a big believer in that we're the ones that need the discipline but as far as I don't even like to use the term discipline because it's it's not something where the dog is being bad the dog is being a dog and what we need to give them is feedback perfectly timed feedback so that we stop the behavior that is going on interrupt it and then redirect it and then when our dogs are doing things that we love we give them good feedback. We let them know that that's what we want them to do. So basically your dog's life is all about, especially when they're brand new, a puppy or a new dog um, that you've rescued or brought in as a secondhand dog, you're going to be giving them continual feedback, you know, letting them know this is okay, that is not okay, but it's never appropriate to drag it on. We give the feedback it's done and we move on. That creates for us a way to show our dogs that we are reliable. We never discipline when we fail to perfectly time feedback. So walking in on something that has already been done, we've lost the, the ability, we've lost the chance to give an education. If we give negative talk to our dogs at that point, all we do is break down the trust that we are trying to build with our dogs. So when we are giving feedback, 
it is kind of like a dance throughout the day, especially when we have a brand new puppy because they are a clean slate. We have everything to teach them. They have everything to learn. So it's, it's continual. The feedback is continual and it's really, really a timing thing. And if you get the timing wrong, you can really confuse your dog and break down that trust that you are trying to build which is why the yank and choke type of training, which some trainers still do, which again boggles my mind, and is the cause of so many dogs that I have had to rehabilitate. Puppies go in with this little fresh mind, so innocent, and every little thing that they do wrong, they're not given an education. They're not given the confidence building education that they need. They're just yanked on every time that the trainer in quotations, it thinks that they're doing something wrong. So they are broken down as dogs and have a hard time moving forward because they're stuck in this fearful distrust of the human that is on the other end of the leash, basically. So trust is a huge thing with our dogs in our day-to-day -day with them. It's our job as the human to guide them, to educate them through their life in our human world. And so we need to be a fair, honest, and reliable leader who builds that trust connection in our dogs. Our dogs need to be able to look at us and know that we've got their backs. And trust is built through actions and words to help our dogs build the confidence in knowing that we are trustworthy as their canine guardian. It's our job, our responsibility, not to let them down. So if you think about it and go over your day-to-day -day with your dog, that you have got their back and they can 100% trust you, then that's amazing. That's something to strive for. Have a great day and I'll be talking about communication, canine communications on the next podcast. Music